That was Brown Eyed Girl by that Van Morrison. That was great. <laughs> and we have Van Morrison in the studio. Here he is. Well, I'm Jim Morrison from The Door. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Um, and then we just get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> Jim Morrison. Stop talking about The Doors no, it's right now. Me. It's Van Morrison and Jim Morrison. <laughs> um, yeah, that was Brown Eyed Girl. Uh, the song's original title is actually a bit ambiguous. Um, it's not set in concrete that Van Morrison said, I wanted to call it Black Skin Girl, because there's a quote from him saying um, he, he recorded the song and then he looked down to the tape and the tape said Brown Eyed Girl and he said, what? I don't remember writing that. When did I write that? I'll just go with that. <laughs> Was he even awake for like half of his career? Because it sounds like he just... I don't know. His career <laughs> he just, just happened without him. He was like, time. oh, yeah, that okay. sounds pretty well, sick. Like it sounds like every life. time he hits the verse of the song, he falls asleep. I guess so. <laughs> on, before before we go on, I just want to do a little language <laughs> warning because we might have dropped some ones before. And uh, so if you've got little ones in the car oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, then, please. Uh, language yeah. warning. Yeah. Even later on, we've got a song that has a swear. Oh, um, we do? We do. <laughs> one of those um, swears. There, there, there is a single solitary swear in one of the songs, so please watch out. <laughs> it's just his producer <laughs> losing it in the All right, room. now back to you, Van. Um, back, back, back to the Van Morrison song. It was originally called, apparently, Black Skin Girl and was about the um, escapades of Van Morrison and his interracial relationship with a girl. And the lyrics are quite nice. Wait, was she a black-skinned girl? Yes, <gasps> apparently. <gasps> and uh, this song, I guess, would have been very controversial in the time in 1967, especially after the civil rights movement and things like that. So what he did was that uh, supposedly he changed it from black skin girl to brown-eyed girl. That's kind of effed. Yeah, which I think... Yeah, it is yeah. And he's been quoted in saying he did it for more radio play. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But I think, well, I, isn't it like... How, isn't that just demonstrate how whitewashed the world was at that time? That like he couldn't have possibly have had like an interracial relationship that he had to but would, had to been... say like oh you know it was only the brown eyed girl you know like it, she was still white you know yeah mm. do you know what I mean? But it's it... also a bit ambiguous, so you can presume like it's more like I don't know it's less personalized, which is unfortunate because it's good when musicians are able to um, convey what they want about people that yeah, they care instead about. Of just, but at the yeah. same time, it's like you understand where he's coming from, especially in the um, political context and mm. the social context mm. of the time. Well, it, it's censorship of the artist's intent. Yeah. And it wouldn't true. have been but him that it, made the decision. It's annoying that if he, like, because it's quoted that he changed it to get more radio play. So that's unfortunate in the sense that he wasn't fighting for it. Yeah. Mm. And well, that it wasn't, like, it was in an executive, like, decision. Yeah, it was more, it, like, it wouldn't it have been, been him that made the decision. decision. It would have been, yeah. like, his producer or agent yeah. that said, you need so, to change this so that yeah. we can but make it, money even though you don't get royalties. Yeah, it's just that, that awkward side to it that makes it really weird to dedicate, to be like, mm. here's a really politically charged song for you. Do you like it? Compliment. You're complimented, know, right? Please come back to me. I still love you. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I think it's sort of like a lot of the songs we have in this list are just like the title 
is what draws these people in to dedicate them. Because you yeah. dedicate them to someone who has brown eyes. Yeah. Because that's just the just instant like, thing yeah. you go for. That's why my every, girlfriend every, left me. Every time <laughs> it's played, I will definitely like have a little, you know, spark in yeah. my heart. And, and it's nice. Really but it's Maybe just, I just don't like this song because I have blue eyes, so I'm like, yeah, nobody no. got to sing this song it's to not me. For you. This I, song's I not for you, really. I don't have brown eyes and I'm not a girl. And I'm not Van Morrison. You're not in the Hazel Eyes Club. You don't know what it's like. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's just weird. It just has a weird subtext to I it. I actually like it more now that it was it, supposed yeah, to be that, is, but then it got changed. But it's just so weird. I'm the exact opposite. Forbidden love. That's what it is now. It's now forbidden love. No, I'm the opposite. I sort of feel like if it was intended to be what it was, then I think that it could have been potentially quite a political song. Yeah. And, and, and with, without that intent, but, but I, I think that it would be like quite a big star saying, hey, you know, like love is love. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, and and because now it's been changed, and now I know. I sort of am like, ah, this this song is well, like yeah. Cool. But, but unfortunately, the people who were running Van Morrison at the time yeah. did not feel the same. They wanted but it to be. He was actually considered yeah, a hippie shame. icon. Yeah, yeah, like the like the, the song was like... actually a hippie anthem, yeah. and people were well, using it. <laughs> well, there were probably would have been used more, surprise, like yeah, ironically. But. Like, all these hippies are, like, using this song and being like, oh, you know, it's all about peace and love. And Van Morrison is like, I don't care. That's not why I wrote this song. I stopped using this as a peace anthem. It's just, like, a stupid song I wrote. I forgot the title of it, so I just Maybe slapped it's, it on. it's more... <laughs> it's like, like, how did you get into my house? Yeah, exactly. Is, I feel like that it's, like, all of the, like, the comments that we're putting on is due to the fact of the audience. And, like, mm. perhaps it's just that because we view it as, like, a hippie anthem at the political context mm. like it's really hard to define the artist's original attention so yeah. maybe like we need to look at it in like a viewpoint of it being just a romantic song well like it sounds that. like van morrison didn't really know what he was doing well, like, no that's which is the shame oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of not He's knowing like, what you're doing i'm your musician <laughs> we're moving on to the next song Woo. um which is i just called to say i love you by stevie wonder um Released uh, nearly 20 years after the Van Morrison song in 1984, it was the number one on the Billboard charts for three weeks. Damn. Long time. <laughs> uh, it was Grammy-nominated thrice and won an Oscar award and a Golden Globe for Best Original Song. That'll, that'll become important because it's, it's featured in a film. That'll become Ooh. very important. What film? Um, yeah, so we're, we're going oh, okay, to cool. get into this now. <laughs> Don't spoil um, it. Sorry. These award wins are important. Um, it was written for a film... Starring and directed by Gene Wilder, Ooh, who, uh, if like you don't know, is uh, Willy Wonka from Willy oh my God, Wonka. He just and the... passed away. Yeah, he did, which is a shame. Um, um, and he was in Young Frankenstein, yeah. Blazing Saddles, and other things, and The Woman in Red. Yeah. Which he directed and starred in. Yeah, it's so um, nice. And the woman, uh, the woman in red, uh, is a, uh, as a currently a thirty five percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Um, and it's about it's about Gene Wilder. I can't show you the clip from the movie because we're on radio. But Gene Wilder, a, 50, a now fifty year old Gene Wilder, sits in a car and he's waiting to get to work, and he sees a lady in red walk past. And in sort of a tribute to Marilyn Monroe, her dress flies up in a vent from yeah, under racy. her and reveals um, uh, scantily clad panties underneath her dress. Okay. And My then she, she, like, walks away, but then she, like, she's like, hold on a sec, I'm going to go back and dance over the vent. Fair and enough. she dances over the vent. <laughs> Done that. And Gene Wilde is just sitting in the car going, wah... 
and he's making these really like what faces um, and it's just horribly directed and horribly yeah, Paul, acted. we're on radio, they can't but see he's your going, face what? his eyes are like and the um, sequel was American Psycho <laughs> and what he does is he divorces his wife and has an affair with this woman just because she did that that makes sense. How did he like? Did he talk to her afterwards? Yeah, like, they like had a date, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna divorce my wife." Yeah. <laughs> I like the thing you did with the vent babies. <laughs> she like the original Manny Pixie Dream Girl. This girl, and, but Stevie Wonder wrote the song, that song for this movie. Really? Oh, that gives it a different context. Yeah, yeah I can see that. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, look, I'm gonna think of a song. Yeah, that's the movie I want this song for. <laughs> this really lovely song about calling up your partner and telling them you love them. Ah, oh, perfect. Okay. Um." So yeah, that's the context of this. Uh, do do enjoy. This is um, one of my. I don't know why, why I want to say this. It's one of my dad's favorite love songs. He used to play it in the car all the time. So it is a, it is a oh, love was that when he was looking at a woman in a red dress? Exactly. Uh, that's exactly. <laughs> um, I like it. So the, this is. I just called to say I love you. 